Good morning. It's Seeking Plum. So I haven't had much sleep in the last 48 hours and so you might get a little punch drunk silliness from me or you might get some of my best thinking. It's a toss up. Though I have a feeling this might be a bit of stream of consciousness. I'm just warning you. So I picked up the last day of Socrates again and uh, in today's installment Socrates is talking about equal things and absolute equality. Again, he mentions that our senses are imperfect, but he does say that we must have some prior knowledge of what equal means, because without it we would have no standard for comparison. We'd have no way to measure what it means to be equal. So reading about this came on the heels of reading things on social media and articles in the news and so on about a lot of things that happened yesterday. Another white cop acquitted for murder of a black man and a journalist of ESPN making headlines and opinions for calling the president racist. Okay, I'm no expert, but I have gathered what I think are two possibly m more effective ways of communicating or possibly changing minds. Don't quote me on this because I don't have a lot of experience with this. I've just, it's theoretical. The first I heard described was, is that if someone has an idea, is if you remove one table leg of their ide ideology, you have to put something back in its place. You have to put a table leg back. You can't just tell them they're wrong and give them all the reasons why they're wrong. You have to give them something to replace it with. And sometimes that's the hardest part, is finding the right table leg that fits for that person, or even how it's presented that makes that person wanna take hold of that table leg. The second is by asking questions. I don't have much experience with this myself, but I've seen this used in two different contexts. The first was an LA-based activist group, and they went door-to-door -door trying to reduce prejudice for transgender people. If I remember correctly, they were canvassing for votes, and so they were going door-to-door, -door, and instead of uh, giving information or pushing any ideas, all they did was ask questions. I've also seen this done by a guy on YouTube where he will go to universities or a park and he will stop anybody who might uh, be religious in any way and he asks them questions about their beliefs. He doesn't give them any opinions, he doesn't say anything in any way except asks questions. He calls what he does street epistemology. Okay, so where am I going with all of this? First, let me say that I know that race relations are a major problem in some cases, and I am not in any way trying to belittle this at all. What I'm considering is a way to crack the door just the tiniest bit, to put a seed in there and let it grow. So thinking back to Socrates' ideas of measuring equality, we have no perfect example of a race. So we have no way to compare any race against this imaginary paragon. So 
so I think it's quite clear that we can establish no race in any way is superior. So anything else becomes quite subjective. Just imagining the idea of sitting down with someone who is racist and asking them questions is in part so despicable and offensive and makes me feel dirty. And in another part, it, it, it piques my curiosity. I don't understand these people. And I want to understand, I, and I also want to challenge myself to see if I can ask questions to tease them out, to see if I just might be able to plant that seed. That's kind of crazy, isn't it? So in my imaginary world, in my head, sitting down with a racist, asking them, I should clarify that, sitting down with a white supremacist, what makes the white race, quote, superior? Now, I can't follow it up with any arguments. I can't make any points. I can only ask the question. Let's say they give a ridiculous answer, like, because our skin is white. I could say, well, what makes white skin superior? I've been down a similar road once upon a time. Long ago, in a faraway land, I once was a Christian and I believed very deeply. I had a conversation with someone who asked me to define God and to define angels. I found it extremely frustrating to have this conversation because every time I came up with an answer, they said to me, but the same could be said of Satan or demons. And I railed against them and I said, you're wrong, you're wrong, but they weren't. I did just word that as a statement, the same could be said, but they worded it as a question. Couldn't the same be said? Hopefully you get the picture. I don't want to tell you how many years ago that was, but that was a long time ago, and I still remember it. It didn't start out uh, adversarial or anything like that, but I will tell you that partway into the conversation, I wanted to wallop him upside the head. We were supposedly on the same side, quote-unquote, but he challenged my thinking in such a way that I haven't forgotten it. I hope that I will never be in a position where I would sit down with a racist or a white supremacist and need to make them feel comfortable in order to have a conversation. However, if if it takes me feeling extremely disgusting and dirty for a period of time to have a conversation with them that can plant a seed that sparks something that may take a while but eventually results in something I may never know about it, then maybe it's worth it. I'm not saying I would at all say that I agree anything with them, but I can be careful in my tone of voice and I can simply ask questions. It always comes back to remembering our similarities and not our differences. Like I said, we don't have a paragon of race to compare against. We are comparing race against race against race. We all have noses, we all have ears and eyes and on and on. 
families and friends that we care about, money to earn, food to put on the table. I may be on the left, you may be on the right, but that doesn't make either one of us evil or awful. You know, I'm reminded that sometimes asking those questions is not about helping someone else, it's about reminding ourselves just to take information in and to learn. Often we can be on the opposite ends of the political spectrum, but you know, we don't always disagree on everything. And I'm finding that more often than not, it's not that black and white. We have more similarities than we have dissimilarities. We have more to agree on than to be angry about. <laughs> I find it funny that I sit down to record to share an idea, and I often walk away having remembered or learned something. Anyway, thanks for listening.